This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and thank you for being back on your coaching journey. Today, I like to focus a little more on judgments, the impact they have on our overall energy and an engagement in life, as well as of life experience, and some tips to move into a place of little to no judgments. Stay with me on this one, as it may go a little longer and is not the easiest topic to understand and act on. Yes, it is worth it. People ask me a lot why I put so much focus on judgments. Just a quick note, when I say judgment, I'm not referring to you having good or bad judgment. I'm talking about you judging yourself and others, as well as situations or even the world as good or bad. To answer the initial question, you see, most of the time people just go through the motions in life and are mostly to somewhat disengaged from true passion and fulfillment. When they become more conscious and engaged, judgment lessens, stress lessens, 
and productivity, pleasures, and the feeling of purpose and fulfillment increase. Hence the importance of reducing the judgment or not being judgmental if that resonates better with you and allow the energy to go into places that are more interested to focus on based on each person's choices, desires, and focus. Judging a person is deciding who they are, not what they've done. For example, when judging a person who has been convicted of a crime in the past, you decide that he, she is a bad person because you might assume that they will do it again, given the opportunity. The judgment is to say that's what they'll do because that's who they are. And from that perspective, nothing can be done. They will always do that in those circumstances. Judgmental is a way to describe someone who often rushes to judgment without reason. The adjective judgmental describes someone who forms lots of opinion, usually harsh or critical ones, about lots of people. While a judgment could be a formal decision given by a court of law, which in this case, by the way, goes to an entire process of assessing what happened, witnesses, facts and proof, the judgment is often a very quick decision based on insufficient facts, but mostly feelings or internal experience or sometimes core values would put people, situation or yourself in specific boxes. Again, it's not about this is a good box or a bad box, because as we shall see later on, as soon as we start to create boxes and put people or situation into them, it does not matter much if those boxes are good or bad ones. Now that we establish what is or not uh, judgment, let's focus a little bit more on what is the main difference between judgments and opinions, judgments and facts. Let's take a simple example. A fact is that in the last three days I had with him, he arrived late by at least 10 minutes. An opinion based on that is that he is always late and the judgment is that he is unreliable. Now, another example I really love to use because it's so much easy to understand for everyone, it's about the weather. The fact that it's raining right now. This is a fact. An opinion on that fact is, I personally don't like raining. It is not nice, especially when going to work. And the judgment based on that fact is that this is bad weather. You see the impact that judgment has on you. How of the factual situation you put yourself into a low energy level cause this is bad. You don't like it and from there you keep adding. Um, why it has to rain each time I don't have my umbrella with me? And why did I move into a city with such a bad weather? And, and so on and so forth. The value of it? Zero because the rain will not stop based on your judgment. It is not because you say to it, bad weather, that it will go away. All that will do is to take your energy away on a topic that is not in your control. Make sense? Now think deeply. What did the judgment prevent you from? Well, in the example before with the person who came late three times, you judging him as unreliable may first 
make you angry because being on time is such a precious value for you. But second, keep you from calling him when you need a good friend around. Not because he is not one, simply because you decided he is unreliable. Providing you will not have that judgment, what else you may discover about a person or a situation? And what impact would have on you? Would you agree saying you'll be less angry, more tolerant, more open to what actually happened, and eventually, you know, develop a better friendship, let's say? You see, as humans, most of us use judgments. We judge others, we judge situation, and we judge ourselves. It is irrelevant if the judgments you have are positive or negative, not that I appreciate classifying them, but both are taking away a part of information or a global view. Nonetheless, in the beginning of uh, what I call judgmental-free journey, it is easier to identify, to be aware, and address what we generally refer to as negative judgments. What I observe with my clients is that in a first step, the awareness of judging something as being bad or negative, it's easy to work on than the positive judgment or something uh, or someone. And for now, that is okay. It is still a step further. And providing that of interest for you, we can keep a second episode to address the danger of a positive judgment as well. To go further, one of the most destructive things I observe in working with my clients is self-judgments. In my practice, I'm impressed by how tough people can talk to themselves. How could I be so stupid? Whew, I will never be able to do that and that. I mean, I'm such a loser. And how come did I bought that dress when I am so fat? Etc. Etc. When I notice that, this is a question I ask them. It feels to me you judge yourself a lot using tough languages to refer to yourself. Out of curiosity, will you say such things to your best friend, for example? The answer is, of course not. Now, why doing it for yourself? Most people will do it almost like a protection or to get used to, to it when outside world would be tough on them. Nonetheless, it does have a terrible effect on each of us, especially when used consistently on a long run. Judging is linked to a lot of catabolic energy, which is overall an energy and time consumption with very little results. Now, providing after listening to all of the above, you start thinking that indeed, judging people, judging situation, and judging yourself is not that value added, and you would like to save yourself time and energy by judging less, you may wonder how to move forward. Now, here is where I stop and invite you to take more notes, uh, because I will give you five steps to reduce and eventually eliminate judgment. Here we go. The first step is to be aware of the way you judge people, situations, and yourself. 
the words we use are powerful and the mind is said to first judge by default and second to have a prediction for our own future. A lot of people are using judgments also to self-sabotage and it is also linked to the desire of being right. The more we are aware of our judgments, the more we see the trap we put for ourselves in wanting to always be right. A way to increase your awareness about judgments is to keep a judgments journal. You can use different colors from self-judgment, judgment of others, and judgment of a situation or the world. That, even after a week, will give you a huge awareness of when and how you use judgments. The second step is to understand. To understand first and to understand more before jumping into judgments. See objectively what could be the reason a person acts in a specific way in a specific situation. Instead of saying, you know, this person is mean, maybe you want to know more about that person and how relevant a specific behavior is for he or she. I see so often people regretting saying specific things or thinking specific things to and about someone and only after discovering the true, full story of that person. And it is not because someone does something once that they are in a specific way. You, like myself, could do things that mean something for us and something else for someone observing us. And you can also do a mistake. It happens. Who would you like to be judged you know, by a mistake for the rest of their life. Why these tendencies of seeing all that is not working first instead of just considering what it was, maybe just one time thing? So understand first, understand more before jumping to judgment. The step number three is to assess the basis of your own judgment. How much of your judgments are linked to who others are or do and how much to your own thinking model? In reality, what we think about a person is a reflection of who we are and much less a reflection of who the person we judge is. So when you do the assessment, be honest with yourself. Think about how others may judge you and how difficult that could have been in your life so far. One example could be linked to your origin or color of your hair or social level or status. Those shortcuts that people are doing to put you in a box based on their values and experience. Yet, how true would you say is that about you? How easy is for you to be put in those boxes? How do you feel when others are judging you? Based on what? We have a saying you probably know, don't do to others what you do not want done to yourself. Assess the basis of your own judgment. Step number four, 
be more facts-based than opinion or judgment-based. Assume you realize you are basing your thinking process on judgment, try to replace them with facts and figures and see how it goes. An observation is not an opinion, and an opinion is not an information, therefore it is subjective. A fact-based information is giving more data and much more perspective than a judgment. So try to add as much as you can, more facts, more data, before going to reach a conclusion or an opinion or a judgment, let's say. Step number five, consciously make this decision to consciously remove judgments when you realize you are making them. As soon as you are aware you are judgmental, just decide to remove the judgment. Instead of fighting for being right and keep your own opinion, make a decision to rephrase it in a way that it is still true to yourself, yet not putting a person or a situation into a forever box. Simply say something like, I have noted that whatsoever in these circumstances, etc., etc., that happened, and so and so forth. You see the difference between jumping on saying something whatsoever bad about the situation or a person. Now, finally, when somebody or someone else is judging you, you may also want to practice asking more questions instead of going to a decisive, you are not right. And, and basically, you may want to ask, what makes you think or say that? You will see how many things can be avoided, how many conflicts can be avoided by simply asking more questions instead of just reacting to a judgment somebody is making about yourself. Now, removing judgments and live without being judgmental is not necessarily the easiest step to make. I will agree on that. The first and most important part, nonetheless, is to be aware of what this does to you and the effect that has on, or, on your own energy and life experience. Once you are acknowledging what this may be about, you start creating a conscious habit or focus on recognizing those tendencies and slowly remove them. And like everything, it does take practice and focus to first be aware and admit how much we judge every single day, and second, to decide how much that is useful for you. For those of you who are still fighting to, you know, being right all the time, this exercise may be more of a struggle. As long as you don't necessarily want to let go on the being right part, or you choose to, you know, keep using more judging, nobody can force you into it. Yet the exercise that will become your homework would allow you to be more aware of how much these judgments actually happen in your day-to-day -day life and the impact they truly have on your overall energy level. Ready to give it a try? Start this week uh, by keeping what we call a judgment journal. Start by being aware of the judgment you make and note them down to a notebook. 
well, some prefer to write them on, a, on the phone and depending on application, you may do that as well. Ideally, I keep saying writing by hand on a notebook will allow you to notice even more and to remember them even better. Now, after writing down the judgment in a second column, ask yourself how this made you feel. You see, at the end of the day, you can easily see what happened. You can see in which situation you judge what? You, someone else, or a situation? Which of those happened the most and within which circumstances? You may be surprised the awareness that come out of this little exercise when you look to your notes at the end of the week. And you can definitely explore this exercise forward with a coach. Yet, even by yourself, you may be surprised how much you can learn out of this exercise. And I look forward to hear your comments and questions or challenges on this homework. Now that we reach this end of the episode, I want to leave you with this final thought. Providing I will eliminate judgments, what would I really see? Now that we have more information about judgment and probably using them less, in the next episode, I would like to explore a little bit more a topic that often goes into specific judgment, which is the topic of friendship. Till then, enjoy. Enjoy your homework. Enjoy being less judgmental or judgmental-free and keep moving forward because this is your coaching journey. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.